Hi, this is Roy Jones with Man Talk Radio Podcast. Our mission is to break down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Radio broadcast will be starting in just a few seconds. Thank you. This is the Truth Network. Go fly a kite. No, sir, no. I don't mean you personally. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Go fly a kite and Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now... When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my hour of darkness, she is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, whisper words of wisdom. It is let it be today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show, or even let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, whisper words of wisdom, let it be. So if you saw the pattern, I wonder if you did. So you heard the word let in every song in the intro, <laughs> right? Let's go fly a kite. Who could forget that from Mary Poppins? Let it snow from Dean Martin. And yes, we have some winterizing tips for you in your car today. But then, of course, the Beatles classic, Let It Be. And I don't know if you know the story behind that song, but if you don't, it's really pretty touching. Paul McCartney, who wrote it mostly with a little help from John Lennon, but anyway, he had a very vivid, emotional dream of a visit from his mother. See, his mother passed away when he was only 14 years old. And so this chance to visit with her meant a great deal to him. And the words of wisdom that she shared with him were, let it be. And what she was referring to was, let her death be. She, you know, In other words, she'd passed away and he was struggling because he wasn't going to be able to visit her again. And so she said, let it be. Now... Interestingly, you know what his mother's name was? Mary. So when you hear that, you know, Mother Mary, <laughs> well, it was his mother. <laughs> so I think it's really absolutely amazing. And as you might guess, <laughs> I have a Christian connection to all that because similarly, God used that word let a lot, especially in the book of Genesis, right? Let there be light and all these different things. And so you know, if God's using this to create the world, that's that's pretty awesome. But interestingly, when King David was using the eight verses on the letter Yud, and as you might guess, right, today's episode of the Christian Car Guy Show is brought to you by the letter Yud, but he used this same idea. And if you actually read verses 76, 77, 78, 79, and 80 in order, they are interestingly, let it be, let it be, let it be five times, right? Whisper words of wisdom, let it be. 
<laughs> so, you know, I've been doing this daily podcast on the 119th Psalm, and, um, you know, I think, you know, right now we're, we're actually moving on from the het into the tet, but, you know, in my own study, I've been doing this with the Yud, and I came across this, which was just absolutely beyond my imagination when it came to this letter Yud section, and so I wanted to share it in today's show, and it has everything to do with let it be. So when you look at the 75th verse, which doesn't happen to be one of the five let it be verses, <laughs> but every single verse you see in the Yud section would start with the letter Yud. And so what he says in that verse in English, it says, I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right and that your faithfulness, that thou in faithfulness has afflicted me. So that word know right there is the word yada, which biblically speaking, to know something <laughs> is a very, very intimate. And so this is a very intimate word he used. He didn't use it lightly. And the word starts with a yud. So when he said, I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right, it was a very intimate thing. And to, it was more than just believe. It was like, I just, I know you're right, God, and I know you're doing what's right. And the Hebrew sages teach that he wrote this verse in response to when his son Absalom had, you know, essentially taken over Jerusalem, stolen his wives, um, done all this stuff, and King David left in shame with literally claws wrapped around his face. And if you look closely in the book of Second Samuel, you'll see where King David went when he fled from Jerusalem was to the Mount of Olives. And while he was on the Mount of Olives, he wrote the third psalm. So if you want to see something really cool, um, you know, take a look at that psalm and think that King David, of course, this is the place where Jesus was the night that he was betrayed. And of course, you may know Absalom kissed everybody in Jerusalem, which may be the reason <laughs> that, that when Jesus said, oh, you betrayed me with a kiss, well, that was kind of how Jesus... I mean, that was kind of how David experienced this. But when he went to the Mount of Olives, he wanted to look to where the Ark of the Testimony was, but more importantly, where the Temple Mound would be, there where the Temple would eventually be. And from what I understand, when you look from the Mount of Olives to where the Temple is, there's this dip in the mountains that King David would have seen. The dip was there so that they would be able to create water pressure to clean the floor from all the sacrifices that were done all the time. But King David wanted to be there as he was lamenting, right, one of the most difficult, can you even imagine what it would be like to be betrayed by your son, and yet here King David says in this psalm, it, it's not like, I hope you're right, I hope this is going to work out, <laughs> but he, he, he says, I know, right, that your judgments are right. And I know that in faithfulness, in other words, you've done this for my own good in some way, God, I don't understand it. I, I know that you love me, and that's the reason that you do this. So that's what sets up the let it be verses, okay? <laughs> and it's very critical understanding, I think, to see that, oh, what King David starts out by saying, I know, God, that you did this and you did the right thing. But then he says, right, in the first let it be verse, it says, let I pray thee, which is essentially the word please in Hebrew. is like please and then he uses the word merciful kindness is in English, but that word is hesed in, in, in Hebrew. And it's the same thing where, you know, surely goodness and mercy. Well, that word hesed is, is really loving kindness from God's, you know, like God's loving kindness to him. But what, what King David is saying, essentially, if you 
take the thought in line with what he had just said is, God, I know you did what was right and you did it for my own good, but can I have a hug? <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, you know, after you discipline your child, you know, you give him a hug. Well, King David is pretty bold, you know, and, and so he says, I know your judgments are right, but, you know, can I get a hug? Because he says, let I pray thee thy merciful kindness be for my comfort. In other words, he needed to be comforted. And what better way to get comfort from God than to get a hug? I mean, it's just what he's saying. It's absolutely beautiful. And then he says, according to thy word unto thy servant. The next, let it be. It says, let, their ten- let thy tender mercies come. And that's a different word than hesed in Hebrew. It's actually the word kind of for forgiveness. And, and it's interesting, he says, let thy tender mercies, mercies come that I may live, right? For thy law is my delight. That's a, it's an amazing thing. It's a, clearly a reference from my point of view to <laughs> Jesus provides this forgiveness, right? So first he wants a hug. <laughs> then he wants forgiveness. Well, anytime you ever messed up in your life, <laughs> what did you want? <laughs> you, you want a hug and then you want to be forgiven, right? I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. But then there were some people that, 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 that had caused him a lot of shame and stuff that, you know, right? Because obviously Absalom and the boys had done a lot of shenanigans there for him to be on their way. So this next verse, he speaks to that. And, and he doesn't say get even with them or harm them or anything else. He says, let them be ashamed, for they dealt perversely with me without a cause. But I will meditate in those precepts. I'll meditate in thy precepts. Well, what are the precepts? Well, I, you know, I can tell you a couple of them real close. Or, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Well, what, what leads people to Christ is shame, right? They want to get shame off of them. They feel ashamed. God, I need help. I need, they need a hug. They need forgiveness. But in order to do that, right, they need Christ. And so it's kind of, I don't know if you've ever thought of shame as a good thing, but actually, you know, I would really, 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 there's a lot of people in my life, I would love to see them go to Christ to get the shame off of them. And so how cool. So you got, let it be, right? Let it be. Let it be. And then he says, let those that fear thee turn unto me for they have known your testimonies. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. And oh, 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 of course, you're probably wondering what I want you to call in. (laughs) Well, I can't really jump to that until I get to the whole Yud thing. So I've got some cool stuff for you. Um, And I'm really excited to share all this with the show. I've got the winterizing tips. So stay tuned. we got so much more Christian Car Guy show coming up. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. And when the broken-hearted people living in the world agree, there will be an answer, let it be. But though there may be parted, there is still a chance that they will see. There will be an answer, let it be. Let it be today on the Christian Car Guys show and join this <laughs> journey down the Yud section. And 
what all the psalmist meant by let it be, but what Paul McCartney meant by let it be, though they may be parted. It's kind of perfect, like for the verse that we're fixing to do. I couldn't have planned it better if I did. So it says, actually, in the King James Version on verse 79, where we left our hero when he was fleeing from Absalom and and up there on the Mount of Olives, here we have the next verse, which says, let those that fear thee turn unto me. Well, in Hebrew, it really would be better translated return to me and those that have known thy testimonies. The reason why I say return to me, and you may know that Paul McCartney and those guys were in the in the midst of their big split up, right? And this was had to be really be a heartbreaking thing for these guys that had done so much creatively together or however you want to say that. So you know, I don't know if you've ever been involved like in a breakup like that, but it's an interesting thing how the Yud fits into that. And in the, the way this goes is that actually, you know, King David, when he was king, he was over the 70 Sanhedrin. And so here, he, what he's, he's been banished from the Sanhedrin. And, and he's wanting to be returned to his friends. It's like, you, you know, your whole group that, that you've lived with, he, he's wanting... He wants, because those are where we get our support, right? When we're hurting <laughs> or we're getting, you know, disciplined as the case may be, is, is, is what was going on in your life. There's nothing like being reunited to people. And you're going to see where the Yud fits into that in just a minute when we get to that. But anyway, and those that have known your testimonies. In other words, these were the guys, these are the guys that, that, that were the Torah scholars of the day. And then... The 80th verse, and if you've listened to me any length of time, you know that I love the number eight. And so if eight times 10 is a huge deal, in, in any number times 10 is a huge deal in Hebrew. And so when you get to the 80th verse, it's like we're going we're gonna to come in for a gigantic landing right here for all so many reasons. But what he says here has everything to do with Jesus. He says, let my heart be sound in thy statutes that I may not be ashamed. In other words, earlier he was talking about other people's shame. Now he's talking about his shame. But that word sound, that where it says, let my heart be sound, that word is perfect. That word is like the spotless, you know, lamb that had to be. <laughs> in other words, when you brought a sacrifice, it had to be perfect. Noah was perfect in his generation, right? And so when he's saying that for your heart to be perfect, what does that take? What does it take for you not to be ashamed? Well, there's only one way to get there, and that's to accept Christ and get his blood to cover you. Well, what does all that have to do with Yud? Well, I'm so glad you asked me. (laughs) Well, the letter Yud in Hebrew is just a dot. And so when you heard Jesus talk about, well, I'm not going to change one dot or a tittle. Well, the dot is just that little bitty dot is a Yud. And so the idea of the yud is it's the little that means a lot. And here's how that works. For God to create, and you've got an infinite God. This is a great big thing. I mean, God's huge. It's way bigger than the universe. But for an infinite God to create a finite universe, he had to shrink himself, right? He had to create something finite from the infinite. And so he's, he's taking and taking this huge thing and making it very small. Similarly, when Jesus left heaven to come down to us, right, he took this, his hugeness, his unbelievable, and then he came down here as just a little dot. And you don't have to read much of any of the Gospels to see that most of the time people had no idea what he was saying. 
in spite of the fact that he was trying to shrink down what he was explaining to the very simplest common denominators, which would be parables like, you know, like ground and plants and whatever. But quite often they still missed it because he was he was trying to get it down to the point. Now, if, if you have a teacher that's teaching kindergarten, she has a great understanding of reading. But when she's teaching reading to those kindergartners, she has to shrink her understanding down in order to to find the common denominator in order to get the people to understand, or I'm blessed, blessed, blessed to teach special needs. I will do it again tomorrow. And, and I, I get to take biblical concepts and go, now, how am I going to explain this in a way to people that can't necessarily vocalize back or that, that they're autistic and those kind of things? So you have to take big concepts and you have to make them understandable. You have to shrink them down. And thus you have the idea of Yud is you have to shrink yourself. <laughs> okay. And I don't know what you've been through in your life, but I'm going to bet that what you see here for King David as he is leaving Jerusalem is God is shrinking him, right? He, he had a great big, he had a great big, huge sphere of influence, but as he's leaving, his sphere of influence is nowhere near as big as it once was. And, and so here is the actual thing I was hoping you'd call in and share today. Like when this gets to reality, you know, where did God shrink you, and how did he do that in faithfulness? And do you see that if you let it be, that you're going to get the hug, and you're going to get the no shame, and you're going to get all these things? I mean, it's absolutely a fantastic thing when you look at the 119th Psalm. Again, as we look at these verses 74 through 80, um, the whole concept of let it be, but... Um, I would love for you to call and share that, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You know, in my own life, you may know that I was the uh, dealer principal or whatever at Westside Chrysler Dodge Jeep. In other words, I had a car dealership. <laughs> and not unlike, you know, what happened with Absalom, I had a, an office manager that, that somewhat betrayed me and, and you know, did a whole lot of shenanigans with the money and not to mention not pay the payroll taxes and all that. And as a result, you know, I had all these people that worked for me and all this stuff. And I had this big office, but I got shrunk. <laughs> oh, did I get shrunk in so many different ways, but oh, and it was hard. And I know what it's like to, to sit up there and lament that, but I also know what it's like to get the hug that you can only get after you've been shrunk and dad spanks you and then he gives you this big hug and then he forgives you, right? How has that worked in your life? 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Oh, I'd love to hear your story. I'm all by myself, so I need your call. 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. When I find myself in times of heartache, Brother Malcolm comes to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. And in my time of darkness, he is standing right in front of me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be. Let it be, let it be 
Let It Be today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And that happens to be another version of Let It Be that Paul McCartney did. It was actually their video. And there he doesn't refer to his mother, but Brother Malcolm, which happens to be one of his assistants there, as they were actually in the throes of, of breaking up. And apparently Brother Malcolm was a dear friend um, in those times. And so, you know, as we we're thinking about, wow, you know, what they went through, what we went through, what, what, what David went through. When you've gone through these times of shrinkage, <laughs> right? That God is, God is allowing things in our lives that, that, that we essentially, you know, if you just think of it, in my case, where I lost a dealership and I lost all my house, it was foreclosed on and I lost all sorts of things. My kids were shamed as a result, you know, they were in a nice school and all this stuff, and all this stuff changed overnight. However, <laughs> I would not be here talking to you today, I assure you, I wouldn't be, um, had God not, God not allowed that in my life. And, and, and you know, I, I did not realize it at the time what the car business was doing to my soul, and I don't know if I've ever even said this on the air, but for years and years and years after I got out of the car business, not that I'm not in the car business to some extent, I still talk about cars to this day, I had nightmares. I always I was having nightmares of, um, you know, I had to sell one more car. Somehow or another, I had to do this. I had to meet this objective, and the pressure was unbelievable. And I would wake up just, oh, you know, just in these horrible fits almost. Um, as as what was happening was God was taking the car business out of my heart because He knew it was killing me. Right there, there was there were parts of it that just weren't meant for what I do or the way I am. And the joy that I usually enjoy <laughs> and the freedom that normally I walk around in. Well, I, you know, it, due to my own way I process things at the time, you know, it was really hard, hard, hard. But God shrank me. And as a result, oh, my goodness, what joy I've had. I, I can't imagine the adventures um, could have been any better at, as a result of what happened, you know, those years ago when I had a chance to let it be right? And at some point in time, you, you let it be, and then you let God, right? And, 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 and you take up the next part of the story, right? You know, comfort me, be, be, um, forgive me, all those things. So again, your stories are what I'm hoping for. I see the lines are ringing now. I want more. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And while they're lining up those phone calls for you, I thought we would talk about, you know, uh, it's gotten down to 27 degrees last night here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, so I can imagine what it's like in Washington and all those places. So there's some ideas that we got to check out here and um, as far as what we're doing to prepare our cars. And, and so one of those things that a lot of people don't think about is you got to flush your radiator because what happens is the the coolant doesn't last forever and so when you look at your maintenance schedule there's always something that has to do with flushing your radiator because what happens is that stuff actually starts to oxidize as it as it deteriorates it starts to ruin the radiator itself and so in your owner's manual i'm not telling you to do something that the owner's manual doesn't tell you to do but there's going to be a series of 
you know, things that they tell you to do at certain mileage intervals. Well, the wintertime is a good time to be thinking about your antifreeze. So especially if some point in time you just added water in there because, man, if that freezes, you're, you're in bad shape. So you need that 50-50 mix of, of water and antifreeze. And, and, you know, it's a good time to think about flushing your radiator. I'm just saying I've known so many people, so many cars overheated, so many cars were ruined because it just didn't simply take this one maintenance idea you can you know again as i always say you can pay me now or pay me later and so the next thing to think about is your battery because these days with all the electronics that cars do the batteries are working heavier than ever and there's nothing worse than boy it's a cold morning you got to go to work and your battery won't get it and so i don't know if you knew this but almost all the parts places so many places will check your battery for free and there are early warning signs to your battery to know that that may be a problem because the last thing you want to do is be stuck in a winter storm and have no battery. But we have Clay is in Durham, North Carolina, is on the Christian Car Guy show. Hello, Clay. I'm anxious to hear your story. Well, top of the sanctifying Saturday morning to mid-morning to you, brother. Um, you know, um, uh, just hearing you talk about, you know, letting it be, um, you know, it's just a... Uh, let me say that I am so thankful for Truth Radio because uh, you get to hear people say things, and you get to hear the pastors, um, you know, share certain things, and and it has a lot of meaning. And you know, sometimes it just, uh, you know, th- that old saying, you know, let it roll off your shoulders. So I mean, you know, um, <laughs> like you know, it. So in, in other words, it means let it be. But you know, so I I would often wonder when I would hear somebody say something, uh, you know, for what I went through with uh, uh, my biological father, um, and then some things regarding uh, my mother, um, you know, certain things that I would have to really contemplate and think about. And there would be certain times that I would just, um, you know, sit on the edge of the bed or sit just sit down and just really think about it. But I, I know that God the Father is in control, and He knows all our needs, and um, you know, I just, you hear certain things that are, are talked about and it's just like, you know, you're at peace. Um, I know that I've been able to hear Pastor Charles Stanley talk about, in the, you know, several weeks that he's been talking about it, you know, having peace with God and peace of God. Um, but, but, you know, there's, there's the eternal peace that, you know, when you go through something, you know, that it's not going, you're not going through it alone. Um, and I have found that um, it's all about just letting it be where it needs to be in regards to what the Lord has planned for your life. And yeah, I got I, to I, share. I couldn't agree with you more, um, Clay. And I love this part, right, where where King David says, I know that your judgments are right. In other words, I know you're doing right, God. <laughs> and in faithfulness. Thou has afflicted me. In other words, he didn't allow this stuff in my life, I know, without my, you know, his plans to prosper me and to make me a better person and to make me fall more in love with him, right? Cause, and I know in your own life, Clay, because I know of your faith and, you know, I, 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 I sense that your relationship deepened as a result of those struggles, right? Well, you know, Brother Robbie, um, I was wondering if anybody else would call in and share their story, but 
I said, well, okay, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. And I try not to do it a lot because I know that there are other people that would like to be able to call in. Um, you know, there's something that um, I have not shared with many people, actually. I shared it with a, a wonderful brother in the Lord last night, and uh, there was something that um, took place uh, recently. Well, I mean, not recently, but within the last year or year and a half and uh, the Lord revealed it to me because of certain things that were going on but um, you know I came to the realization that that's not on me that's on whatever you know is going to happen but I have found that the when you know when you uh, I, I don't I'm, I, I will say this I don't know if I've ever shared this with you but I've shared it with other people I'm very perceptive of stuff in my life and I feel that the reason this is is able to happen is because I hear things that are talked about on Truth Radio, certain things that are talked about at Bible study or a prayer meeting, and you hear that, and you insert it into your heart, and you know you just let let it calm you and you say, hey, you know what? You get that peace of God. You know you're going to get that eternal peace down the road. Um, but the one thing that I really am thankful for is being able to know that I can be digestively fed God the Father's Word through a man of the Lord, through somebody like yourself, which I'm looking forward to a week from tomorrow. Um, and it's going to be a wonderful blessing because you just got to know that you can't always let things that are going on really get to you because it affects you emotionally and mentally and spiritually, and when you have that happen, it's just also important to have people in your life to really, you know, say, hey, you're going to be all right. Oh, I love that. I love that. And I, what Clay's making reference to is that next Sunday, a week from Sunday, I'll be at Peace Church. I have the chance to speak there in Durham, North Carolina. If you happen to be in the area, I would love, love, love to see you. I know Clay will be there, <laughs> as well as Bruce. A lot of my friends, Bob, will be there. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing to get to go do that every so often, and so we're going to be there next Sunday. But meanwhile, I appreciate your call so much, Clay. I appreciate what God's doing in your life. But we need your call. You're listening. You're thinking, I got something. Call me, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. And when the night is cloudy, there is still a light that shines on me. Shine until tomorrow, let it be. I wake up to the sound of music, Mother Mary comes to me. Let it be today on the Christian Carcass Show. We've had so much fun with this idea <laughs> and so grateful for your calls. And I'm so excited because I have my good friend, Sarah Linda, in Washington with us. So, Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Carcass Show. It's so good to hear from you. I've missed you. Yeah, well, there's a lot been going on, and uh, here I is. <laughs> I've, had, <laughs> I've had my birthday, and I'm now officially 94, so great. Be, grace be to God. Yes, really. How <laughs> oh, awesome is that? Yeah, I said say so too. <laughs> and I got a, a a song for you. And you know, I've been I've got to send this. I've got a chart that has all those words and uh, letters in it. I want to send it to you. 
Uh, I could maybe get them whatever after the program. Or yeah, something. I'll put you. I'll put you on hold so they can give you my address. Yeah. I would love to have it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's the song. Uh, I can't sing it right now, but I'll just read it. Speaking words of wisdom, let it be. You can know the me- let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Mother Mary said, let it be. How beautiful the words, let it be. How beautiful the, he- the how beautiful the handmaid so small. The yod, when we understood, made it all. Remember Heth's new life God did bring. So let it be. Let everyone sing. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That is so awesome, isn't it? Isn't it? Well, that's one. It's wonderful. God is so awesome. He is amazing. So let it be. And we'll all sing. Let it be. And I, you know, well, anyway. Well, it's like you, you you may know, and I'm, I'm sure you do, Sarah Linda, that the first verse of the Yud section says, you know, thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. that's exactly what the Yud did. Um, yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And, and, the, and the rest of that verse says, give me understanding, right? It says, thy hands have made oh. me and fashioned me. And it says, give me understanding that oh, I God. might keep thy commandments. And so oh. what I think is fascinating <laughs> about that is that the more we learn about each other, the more we learn about the Bible, the more we learn about God, that broadens our understanding, then all of a sudden things come more clearly as far as what those commandments mean, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And more, let it be, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 because there are so many things that, wow, I can't even, but but it is nice to know, right, that in faithfulness he afflicted me. In other words, he didn't let any oh, of that yeah. stuff happen that he didn't know was for my good and for his That's glory, right. right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. Yes, indeed. And, and in, every in, in your life, you know, I hope that all our listeners can hear the joy that Sincerely's <laughs> voice at 94. I really do. And my, but I and know my her personal struggles. Happened. You've had to let a lot of things be <laughs> lately, right? Oh, yes, and for sure. <laughs> Uh, this season of life has a lot of, of uh, you know, little storms here and there, and and uh, and it's the changing season, and that's when you get a lot of storms. Uh, but you know, we let it be because God is there for you and for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you lost your husband what, how how many years ago? Oh, was uh, let's see, twenty seventeen. We had been married seventy years, and. Uh, 2017, and then I lost. Uh, we lost our my well, our my granddaughter. That and was just in last year. Oh, that was uh, yes, that was a big storm. And but and we're praying for her, a, a fiance. But you know he's we're we're we are letting it be because God will set us free one day completely, and it's coming soon. Yeah, and don't you think it's interesting? I think it's interesting, you know, is that Paul McCartney's mother, that dream, right, that that led to this song that was like, talk oh, about it. Oh, yeah. That Whoa, those, those were the funny. words that his mother gave him. Oh, how beautiful. Right? How beautiful. Oh, yes. That's, 
breath away. <laughs> it it does because yeah. you know it's yeah. it's those of us who've lost uh, loved ones, dear dear loved ones, um, yeah. t- to realize that you know <laughs> that, that that this is what he was struggling with. He was really really struggling with it. And, and in this dream, his mother said, let it be. So. And you know that I, uh, the poem I got just a little, right after the song I got, right after my husband passed, and I was waiting for my daughter to come, uh, was tears bring a rainbow when you know a promise. You, well, tears bring a rainbow. And um, I've that, never heard that. That is absolutely fantastic. You know, when you do, when you look through tears, it can bring a rainbow. Yeah, tears bring a rainbow when you know a promise is kept. Wow. Uh, and now, and uh, I'll send that to you, too. <laughs> You're my hero. I'm going to put you back on hold, Sarah Linda. I am so okay. grateful that you've had another birthday, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, we're getting up there. <laughs> I remember that. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Well, i got to get to a few more of these winterizing tips. Of course, if you want to call it, we'll get you in here, 866-348-7884. But there's one of my favorite. You know, it seems so simple, but... A lot of people don't think about it. Man, new windshield wiper blades are only like, you know, maybe 15, 20 bucks. Come on. And, and you go around and you can't see in the rain. How dangerous is that? Right? And when you add the snow and the ice and, oh, my goodness, you're going to get frost on the windshield. Wiper blades make such a difference. You can see clearly now. It may save your life, somebody's life. You know, this is not an expensive investment. <laughs> but along those lines, right, the right winter washer solvent. Like if you put water in there and that stuff freezes and you're going to break your canister. But winter washer solvent, right, you got to have that stuff because you know that the snow and the ice, you know, that, that stuff that they put on the roads is all going to get on your windshield and, and away you go. And while you're thinking about it, two things I learned you, you might remember a few years ago, they had this horrible blizzard in Atlanta, Georgia. All these people got stranded. They didn't know what to do. People, you know, literally lost their lives, as I recall, because, you know, they left their car and they did crazy things. Well, if you're in a big snowstorm, right, the, the idea is to if you stay with your car. It's going to be easier to find. Keep an emergency blanket, one of those little aluminum things. They're, they're small but something to keep warm. And then the great, great idea is just an emergency candle, right? Because there's nothing like a little light in the darkness, a little warmth. It's just, you know, when you've got a, a candle lit, even though you're scared, there's that, it's, it's an idea of shalom. It's, it's in that flame, right? And, and so, you know, I really like the idea of keeping an emergency blanket and keeping an emergency candle. Of course, you've got to have matches or a lighter or something to light it with. But man... I mean, just something to make sure that you're okay. And how about that ice scraper, man? Get a good one this year so you don't, you know, go around with ice and stuff on your windshield. So I am so grateful that you listened for my call today, for my friend Sarah Linda, and for Clay. And, Lord, we just pray that you would help us let it be. See that you've afflicted us in faithfulness and that you are going to show us your mercy and your grace. And we thank you for listening today. We had so much fun. On the Christian Car Guy Show, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years.
listen to the Truth Network. Truthnetwork.com. This is the Truth Network.